Hey guys, and welcome back to Teenery with your girl the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? I'm still snowed in. Uh, the snow just stopped happening on Saturday, but uh, the accumulation is ridiculous. There is some ice on the streets like you wouldn't fucking believe. But that's what I'm here for, I guess. Nothing I can do. Anyways, I have kept my promise and I have kept continue watching some new anime for 2022. And um, there was a new BL that came to my attention. All right. I know I need to watch Given. Uh, I know. I know. I heard it. I heard everybody and their mama tell me about Given. Oh, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. And I respect that. And I do. I definitely do. Like, you're not wrong about it. But. All right. Big booty butt. I found a little something that just happened to intrigue me. I wasn't particularly looking for it. It just came into my Funimation recommended box. And I was like, okay, I'll give you a try. So, it is called uh, Sasaki and Minano. Minayo. Okay, and this is definitely a BL made for women. Uh, <laughs> these characters 100% look like freaking uh, shoujo characters. 10 out of 10, no fucking questions asked, and that's what it is. And I'm not upset, all right? I am not upset. It is so cute, all right? The love story is between a guy who's a fushimi, which is a futushimi, which is the equivalent of somebody who's obsessed with uh, boys' love, which normally translates to rotten girl, but sometimes rotten boy. And that means just they're obsessed with boys' love, which is, you know, not considered uh, very culture sometimes. <laughs> so, I decided to just give it a little watch. And, yeah, so that one is, you know, he, he's, like, into boys' love. And he's nerdy. And he's very cute. And then we have his love interest, who is this misunderstood tough boy skip school but has like a heart of gold situation and you can clearly tell it's gonna be great and how they fall in love uh you know nerdy boy is just chilling he's doing his chores after school whatever when he sees this other boy being bullied and he calls for help but it was coming and he's like no bro i can't like in good conscience just watch him get his ass whooped like that like that ain't cute so he like tries to get up in the middle and before he can get up um uh tough boy stops him and is like i'm gonna take care of it blah blah blah, blah. like i'm gonna be your boo i'm gonna be your prince blah, blah, blah. but it wasn't like that exactly but i'm like in my heart it was like that you know what i mean <laughs> It wasn't truly like that, but in my heart, it was like that. So he's like, well, like, <laughs> it's time for me to flex it because I got it. And he beats the motherfucking out of these guys. And, you know, uh, nerdy boy is, like, kind of high-key impressed. And it's like, oh, okay, so he's, like, not that bad of a guy, whatever. And they kind of start spending more time and making an effort and he tries to um nerdy guy tries to thank the tough guy and the tough guy tries to thank the nerdy guy and they're baking cookies and it's so cute and it's so sweet and then we find out that they had like a running cross once like in the past that he doesn't one of them doesn't even really remember about it is like so cute <laughs> okay guys it is absolute fluff and i like fluff sometimes sometimes life is cruel Life is tough, it ain't cute, and sometimes a little fluffy fluffiness. Nunca le dura nadie. Never hurt anybody. Like, 
Who's ever fell on fluff and said, oh my god, this is terrible. No, it's like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> Alongside that, I've been like watching uh, the new Demon Slayer uh, arc that's going on. It's good. And honestly, Tsunetsu is giving me life. Which is funny because I didn't think that I would love him as much as I do. But, you know, I do. So it's, it's fine. I appreciate that. So that's like the new shit that I've been watching here and there. And I can appreciate it for what it is, right? You know, everyone can appreciate good shit. So, so, so I'm, I'm kind of excited for the next episode to come. I, I really am. I, I think it's going to be worth the watch. What else have I been looking at? Okay, well, I'm actually going to go with something I've been reading. And I just finished it today. It's called Sesame Salt and Pudding, okay? Or Goma Shuno no to Pudding or Sesame Salt Pudding, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, it is only like 20 chapters at most, I believe. Hold on. Is it 20 chapters? It's, yeah, 21 chapters, but most of them are special. It is adorable. Okay. It is an age gap, but before you run away... Is an age gap between a 22-year-old and a 40-year-old. So I'm going to need you to sit your fucking ass down if you were going to run away from this. Alright, so it's completely legal. <laughs> I don't need you running away from me. Alright, I'm going to need you to listen. Listen to me. I'm a 22-year-old like, parent or guardian right now. Just listen. Listen to me. Okay, this is very cute. Um, <laughs> so the author is Setsuki Yufuno, and actually, I really enjoy this one so much. I want to look into more of their uh, the mangas. So uh, the story goes that Haruhi is a 21, 22 year old machine operator. She is living in Tokyo, and she's doing well for herself. She has a little apartment or whatever. But her best friend kind of low-key ran away and is like, I ain't trying to live in Tokyo no more. And I felt that shit. Like, I'm going back home or whatever. I'm going to chill back home. Like, I, this is expensive and I'm not doing it. So she just lost her roommate. But she's like, whatever. Like, I can handle it. But then her dad starts calling her and starts being like, bitch, get your stupid little dumbass 22-year-old ass right back in this house because uh, you need to help me run this business. And their business is a construction business. But she don't want to be under her daddy. Like, she's a whole grown-ass woman. She ain't trying to fucking do that shit. She's trying to fucking chill. She's trying to fucking party. She's trying to live that city life. She ain't trying to go back to the countryside. So, she's clearly putting up a fight. And he's like, bitch, you ain't got no reason to stay there. Like, I know the fur fact that your best friend is here. Get your dumb ass here. Get your stupid ass over here. Like, you don't need to be over there. And she's like, no, dad. Like, I don't really want to go. Like, he's like... I guess if you were married or something, you could stay. But he's like, listen, both both know it. Like, you, you, you is you. You ain't getting married. Get your dumb ass over here. She's like, no, give me a chance. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. So after all this goes down, she goes and chills with a bunch of her friends or whatever. And they're drinking and having a good time. They're at this pub, whatever. Like, just chilling, drinking off their asses, off their fucking rockers. And she's, like, expressing to her friends, like, yeah, this is bullshit. I don't want to go back. Like, I know that there's nothing really holding me back here, but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I like the city life. I like the life that I live. I don't want to go back to the middle of nowhere. And they're like, yo, just fuck that. Stay here. Like, who ain't, who's going to stop you, bitch? Stay right here. 
And she's like, yeah, I'm going to stay here. She's like, you know what? I'm going to find somebody to marry. And a lot of the friends just turn her down. Some of the pub guys are like, bitch, I'm way too old. And then she sees someone at the corner of the bar. And she's like, hey, you over there with the salt and pepper hair. I want to marry you. (laughs) We should get married right fucking now. And it just happened to be that somebody had a fucking marriage registration on it. Because in Japan, it's basically what almost fucking free to get married. Which honestly, respect. Respect to y'all over there for doing that shit. So they signed the registrations. She gets fucking hitched that same fucking day. (laughs) Takes this man back home. Wakes up and finds him in the kitchen. And now she's kind of like, what the fuck? And then he basically realized the story. Like, yeah, he got married. Like, and he literally has pictures. And apparently, like, she also has pictures on her phone, too. <laughs> so it's kind of like a corroborated story. And she's like, okay, I guess we're married now. Um, Just chill here and stay here. She's like, I used to have a roommate. You can take the other room or whatever. Like, it's Gucci. And it ends up that he's actually pretty fucking handsome. And pretty, like smart and shit but he thinks that she's a bit of a slob and it's like uh okay but you know you need to get this house fixed and she's like honestly like I'm not about that life she's like I don't even cook at home (laughs) like I get my food from takeout uh I work all day I come home and I want to party on the weekends that's just how I fucking live my life uh you're free to take the other room and chill with me blah, blah 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 like it's Gucci Mind you, she thinks this guy is, like, 50 years old because his hair is all grayed out, like, basically, like, basically all grayed out at this point. So she thinks, she's like, he's kind of like an old man, but he looks viable. He looks young, whatever. Like, not, like, young, young, but he looks, you know, young. And she keeps calling him middle-aged man, um, which is Osana. <laughs> wow, she said it so much I remembered it. Um, <laughs> so she calls him Osana and he kind of just lets that nickname roll off his shoulders. He's like, fuck it. I guess it's cause she's a kid. She's going to call me Osana or whatever. Even though technically they're legally married. Um, <laughs> and he basically forces her to clean up the, her home. He's like, screw that. He's like, but mind you, he does offer to leave first. Cause he's like, you know, this is a ridiculous situation. It's like, we can just probably, you know, see if we can get it annulled or something <laughs> and I can like go find a hotel room or something and she's like no like where are you living like where are you going he's like honestly I just like today is like my first day in Tokyo like I came from like a smaller town and by Hokkaido or something like that and I really don't have a place to go I don't really have much money on me I basically just escaped my former life and I'm just trying to start anew and she's like oh baby boy like old man like just stay here <laughs> and do my cooking and do my cleaning like <laughs> and you know him not having too many options kind of just agrees and it's like okay fine he's like i just don't want you to think i'm mooching off me she's like no trust me you gotta do me a favor because honestly my house is a mess and i need someone to keep my shit in order and so he basically agrees and he takes on the household responsibility of basically being like a housewife mind you he used to be a calligrapher and he used to run a calligraphy school, but there are some circumstances that made him kind of have to drop that. And this is basically two strangers uh, trying to make a relationship work and him trying to make her see him as a man and then try to see him as a potential life partner. 
and it does work out very beautifully. It's a very funny full of hijinks. The love is very real and very sweet and it has its rockier moments and we get to kind of see their past and who they are and how they differ and the little arguments that come across from misunderstandings, how they have clear and concise communication. And it's very adorable. And I do love the fact that the woman is like the main brand earner. And yes, she's not the smartest, but she's not stupid either. She just wants to live her life by her own measures and reins. And she's willing to take it. And I respect that about her. And I really, really like it. <laughs> um, I think this is one of those these like stories that I really appreciate. Because I'm like, it shows that relationships can work. Even when the difference may seem a little drastic. But, you know, they're both adults. And even though she sometimes seems a little young mentally... It's just because she's a good-natured person, and that's just what she is like in general. Like, even when they show her in the time skip, she's just like that by nature. It's just who she is. It's not because she's just young. And I appreciate that because I'm someone who's known for being a bit... <laughs> I wouldn't say airheaded, but someone who's always been told, hey, your head is always in the clouds. You seem so carefree. And it's not necessarily that I'm carefree. I do have a lot of worries and troubles. Like I told you guys, even... Just as... I don't even think I should squeeze this in. But, like, my grandma passed away not too long ago. But uh, I keep myself together and composed. I think that's one of my personal traits. Is I let things roll off me. Because I believe that living life means having experiences. And they're gonna, they're gonna have bad ones. Whether you like it or fucking not. But it's important that you get yourself up and move on and enjoy the little things in day to day. And that's my own personal opinion. And clearly, you know, I feel like she sees a lot of that in her life too. And I respect that. And I really like that. Anyways. So that's one of the things that I really enjoyed reading. It was a surprise little find, but I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, besides me doing that, I decided to kind of work on my writing. And I made a couple of uh, fun little stories here and there. Uh, I'm going to go into my works on AO3 because yeah, I've been having a little fun. So, I ended up writing She Who Owned a God. Um, I told you guys I was writing that Persephone kind of situation story. And I ended up like doing two chapters in like audio versions on Spotify here. <laughs> if you want to find it, you can literally write She Who Owned a God and you'll find me. I literally am drawing. And so I managed to finish the whole entire thing. I didn't, it's four chapters, but I didn't, um, I didn't audio transfer all of them I just did two out of the four um I'm just gonna do three out of the four in audio version because I feel like I went a little too ham on the sex scenes and sometimes when it comes to actually saying the sex scenes out loud I feel a little uncomfortable I realize that because I just did um I just did an audio version for Aizawa's sugar baby which personally I think it was a very fun story. Like, it's like a little Omega story. And, you know, I was doing a whole research about Omegas this month. I have faces, I swear to God. Um, 
<laughs> so I was doing, uh, so I ended up doing, you know, the audio version and I had so much fun. I found so much like different types of music to use in the backgrounds to like express emotions and stories. And I think like, I really like the, the Middle Eastern sounds. And so I kind of went a little ham on it. Because I found it to be very beautiful and very deep. So I kept kind of using it for my backgrounds for like the more um, quote unquote sentimental scenes. So <laughs> so I had a bunch of fun doing that. So when I did my Musajama, the Shu on the God one, I ended up using a lot of Latino music in it. Because I was like, you know what? Like I went really like Middle Eastern with... Aizawa's uh, Sugar Baby stuff. So might as well go more Spanish with She Who Owns a God, especially because the story was a bit more urban. You know what I mean? Um, I put a lot more of my Spanish vocabulary in it. Uh, I definitely put a lot more of my own personality into it too. I'm not saying that my writing doesn't reflect a lot of my personality. It definitely does, but I feel like that one definitely represents a lot of me and my friends in it because it's just like, it's supposed to be like a a girl who's living in a city and uh, she's just fucking chilling and shit just goes fucking wrong out of nowhere. And so yeah, I thought that was kind of a fun little twist. Uh, I put a lot more Spanish music in it and the next one I'm definitely gonna keep pushing that Spanish background music in there because it just, I love it. Um, I use some cumbia, I use some uh, costal music, uh, uh, what's it called? Cuban sounds in it, like salsa music in it, and I really kind of was just like, while I was recording it, I was like low key like shimming, <laughs> dancing to it. So yeah, so since I finished those two, I ended up working on Shishomaru's Cursed Oron because I remember how some people really wanted a continuation of the Shishomaru series, and because I started off with what uh, Shishomaru's uh, what's it called. Shishomaru's poet or some shit like that. No. I literally have it and I'm just being stupid because I won't look at it. Uh, why am I like this? Shishomaru's concubine. Oh, There you go. Fucking two brain cells. Put them together. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah. I had um. Musayama. Shishomaru's concubine, so I ended up working on Shishomaru's coarsed oron, which is also another word for like high class prostitute. And yeah, so I kind of had some fun doing that. I just did a lot of research, like I always do, because that's just that's just me, bro. I've been busy this whole weekend, like this whole entire weekend, nonstop doing shit. But it's like, what choice did I have? It's not like I can walk outside. I walked outside today, for like. An hour and some change, and I was like scared I was gonna bust my ass at every fucking turn. So many people don't shove the fucking snow or even put salt, like, bro. And I know salt is bad for the environment, I do, I, I understand. But, like, does it hurt to shovel your snow? Like, if you own property, like, shovel your fucking snow. Like, like really, it's just, just do something about it. It's really fucking frustrating. And if I bust my ass, I'm going to sue. Please, no, that shit. <laughs> Please note that she, I don't want to break my freaking leg or something and get an expensive ass medical bill. I cannot handle that right now. I cannot. So yeah, that's just basically what I've been doing. I've been 
on a lot of shit lately. It's been a weekend, but uh, work is tomorrow, so RIP that lifestyle. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I noticed I've been doing a lot more of my shows on the weekend, and I apologize, but the weekdays, they're very, very stressful. They really are. Especially towards like the ending and the beginning of the month. It's just, it's a hard knock life out here in these streets. But I hope that you guys are okay with that. Um, I always try to provide content and be active everywhere else, everywhere I can be. And I appreciate that you guys have been with me all this time. It's 2022 and I started this in like, what, 2019, 2018? Really leaning into the anime community and myself and being myself around you guys and I really appreciate that shit but I was like y'all y'all don't even fucking know man y'all don't even fucking know oh and big facts by the way Jujutsu Kaisen uh, volume 14 drops Monday no not Monday uh Tuesday and this one has Sukuna on the cover so I just want to let y'all know that if uh y'all big Sukuna fans like myself uh, yeah, this is the cover that he's on. Not not in his, like, full body form. Because I believe that's not going to happen to like, the 18th volume. But the 14th volume does have him in the cover. And I believe the 18th volume has his full version. His, like, sexy forearm version on it. <laughs> I know he's supposed to be monstrous. But I also say, you know, <laughs> tomato, tomato. It is what it is. So, I'm probably going to start getting some rest now, um, but before I do, I'm going to probably catch up on some manhwas that have been updated as convenience store, uh, Deja's convenience store is ending for its second season. <laughs> I think the third season begins very soon, um, and I believe that, uh, what's it called? Dessert. Something dessert is coming also towards an end. It feels like it's coming towards an end. I don't know how they're gonna push it, but it feels like it. Let me just let me just look it up. Let me look up my updated list. Darling for dessert. That's what it's called. To me, I don't feel like it's gonna last more than uh, eighty chapters. Uh, just a feeling I get. It, they could. I'm not saying that they can't push it, but I feel like that would be like a happy medium for this one. They might do what, uh, uh, uh what's it called? Fucking Illumination Desire, some bullshit like that. What's it called? I say that like it's not very popular. There you go. Love is an illusion. Illumination Desire. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> Love is an illusion. Kind of situation where it like ends at almost like 80 chapters. By the way, um, they have a fucking printed version in uh, Barnes and Nobles and online, and I was like high key tempted to get it. But honestly, I'm waiting for Sign to come out with a fucking printed version. If Sign comes out on a printed version, I don't care if those books are forty dollars, bitch. I will save the money to get it. It is still on top. I have not read another manga or manhwa that has pushed that motherfucker off my phone. Not a single motherfucking one. And I have read a lot of shit after that. And I continue to read a lot of shit. And the only thing somewhat close is Calypso. 
and it's not there. It's not there yet. I'm going to have to keep watching. The day that something kicks it off my phone, I will let you guys know personally. Fucking personally. But for the meantime, that bitch is still number one. Nobody can touch it. Nobody can beat it. If somebody can recommend me something that can beat it, I will fucking worship your name. But for now, that is my numero uno. And nobody's going to take that bitch off. (laughs) Anyways, guys, have a good night. Sleep well, sleep tight, or live your best life. I don't know what it is. Just have fun and bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.